0: This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices on Air. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and I'm Lynn Trafford presenting Rotary Wheels on behalf of the Rotary Club of Ahereri Sunrise in Napier. This program is kindly sponsored by Dobson's Photo and Camera, opposite the library, opposite the library in Havelock North, and in Upper Emerson Street Napier opposite Hannah's. Dobson's convert old videotape formats to DVD or digital and they still print from film. Dobson's for all things photographic. With me in the studio today is fellow Rotarian Graham Dickey, who for the 2021-2022 Rotary Year is president of the Rotary Club of Arhoreri Sunrise in Napier. Graham Dickey joined Rotary round about 1983, the Rotary Club of Taradale. He was a member there for some years before Arhorary Sunrise scooped him up in 2020. Now he has volunteered to take on the club's most senior role for the current year. Each of us accepts the role of president for various personal reasons at a period when our private and business lives allow time for Rotary commitments. We take on the role hoping to make changes that we feel can make our contributions to our clubs and to Rotary worthy. And thus it is for Graham Dickey at Arhareri Sunrise. We welcome Graham to Rotary Wheels and wish him every success in his presidential year. Hello, Graham. Hi, Lynn. It's lovely to have you with us in the studio today. Now, I said in my intro that you joined Rotary in roundabout 1983. I want to start our interview today with a couple of questions. Why Rotary, when there are other service organisations that you could have joined? And why Tarradale when there are about four other clubs in Napier that you could have joined at that time?
1: Well, I lived in Tarradale, so I suppose Tarradale was the obvious and closest choice. And was invited to join by a couple of uh, colleagues, so um, I guess I wasn't really looking for anything. But the invitation came, and um, I joined and was uh, enjoyed my time with Rotary and Taradale But uh, my working life became uh, more and more busy, and uh, I resigned about fifteen years after joining. Uh, because I just ran out of time
0: Alright, we're going to go back to your Rotary experiences with Terradale and just discuss a couple of those for a minute because there were some interesting things that you did that were quite special for you and the first one is a twin exchange between our district here in New Zealand and one of the districts of Australia Why did you tell me that that was a pretty special thing for you?
1: Well, I think for Rotary, particularly in those days when travel wasn't uh, as common, for kids to go to another uh, country and spend a term was life-changing. It was a very impressionable time of their lives, and um, all kids who have been on exchanges tell us that yeah, you know, that was one of the most life-changing memories that they have um, doing one of these exchanges. Whether it was the the whole year, which obviously had more impact, or just the term, which was much easier, uh, closer, and less expensive. Um, yeah, that's why I thought they were special.
0: It's a good thing to do, isn't it? It's really mm. sad that at these times of COVID, we cannot do these exchanges, and hopefully, time mm. will see us to. Able to implement mm. them once again.
1: I, I think there's much better understanding between countries now because with um, uh, our, our electronic world we have much better understanding. But back then you, you got most of what you had understood about another country from watching TV.
0: Yeah. That's right, or reading a newspaper, which a lot of people don't even do <laughs> these days as well. We have one of our members of our Rotary Club that went on one of these twin exchanges to Australia, and that was Nicola Brown. So she did that, and so she goes off to Australia, and then the person that she was staying with in Australia came over to mm. her and went to Tamatia High School, I think she went to at that time, with her. The other things, or a couple of things that you told me you really enjoyed doing whilst at Taradale was the Dobell Reserve project. And I I guess along a similar vein, Camp Kaitawa. What are these two things, Graham?
1: Our Dobell Reserve was a tree planting exercise in some quite steep hills that generally were just pretty burned off in the summertime. And uh, today they, they're magnificent. The trees are big and protect the soil under them. Um, and I guess back then it was before we were sort of had a good understanding about carbon and global warming. So. Um, it was pretty forward-thinking, I suppose.
0: And it's beautiful, isn't it, Dobell Reserve? It's fabulous. It's one of my favourite places, mm. really, to go to. It's so handy, so accessible, such a beautiful place to walk around or simply just to sit under a tree and think.
1: <laughs> I haven't tried that. <laughs> it's a good thing. Camp but Kaitawa,
0: camp, why, why well, was that special, do you think?
1: Well, I think that um, all kids remember their time away at school camps, and Kaitawa is no different. Mm. Um, Different perhaps in that it's in a national park uh, Right next to Lake Waikaramoana So there's really great outdoor experiences There's caves and there's the lake of course And the native bush and walks Walks up to um, Lake uh, Waikari Iti A small lake above Lake Waikaramoana So uh, I'm sure that all kids that went there uh, On a school camp have fond memories
0: Yes, I'm I'm sure you're right. And I've interviewed people that went as children and have come back into the studio to discuss with me volunteering as an adult, where they went as a child. And I think that's quite nice, too. That's how the world works sometimes, isn't Mm. it? We go round in a circle. One of the things that you mentioned to me that you thought was really important, and it underpins really the foundation blocks of Rotary, was the fellowship, the conviviality, the dinners, being together as Rotarians. It doesn't matter which club it is, does it, that?
1: No, and I think that's an important part of Rotary, the social aspect. Um, and back then, I don't think people went out to restaurants and hotels as much as they do these days. So um, it was a bit more special, I guess.
0: That's right. And still, though, we put right up a number one slot that joining together with fellow Rotarians is being a very important part of what Rotary is all about. I said in my intro that you joined us at Ahureri Sunrise right at the beginning of 2020. Why did you decide that it was time to come back to Rotary? And why did you choose to come to Ahureri Sunrise, a breakfast club?
1: Um, I hadn't given it too much thought, but I'd spent a few years on the Ahurari Business Association Committee, uh, from which I'd recently resigned, and um, there did seem a bit of a hole, and when my neighbour, uh, Pete Graham, invited me to come along to a Rotary meeting, uh, I-, I agreed to go and um, uh, quite enjoyed the meeting, and so decided uh, to join um, pretty much how it happened.
0: And we have it, uh, Hareri Sunrise, someone you went to school with.
1: Yes, the only person apart from Peter I knew was Simon Wendley who uh, I went to primary school with at Mariah Kagaho a long time ago.
0: It's quite funny, isn't it? <laughs> did you know Simon was a member of our club or did you just find out when you walked in the door and there he was?
1: Yeah, I just found out when I walked in. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he said, oh, I'm sure knowing Simon, he would have said, I went to school with you.
1: Well, he remembered my birthday. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> and still does. He didn't. <laughs> so, feeling ah. a bit guilty, I can't remember his. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never mind. At that time, I can remember talking to you after Rotary one day over coffee, and you thought you might join Probus. And I want to just say that I'm really pleased that you chose to join us at ha- our Hariri Sunrise. You had not been with us very long, unfortunately, before we went into lockdown. Did that kind of spoil the flow for you, or did it give you a different flow to join in on?
1: Well, because it only just joined, uh, it hadn't really built up any kind of flow, but by the time... Uh, we got back together again. I'd forgotten a lot of names, so I <laughs> had to relearn to people's names again. again. And uh, then we got going for a few months, and I think we had another bit of a lockdown, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, and then um, I took some time off to, to do a bike ride, uh, a couple of months, and uh, and Christmas as well, Rotary's closed down. So, yeah, it was an interrupted year, really.
0: It was a funny year, wasn't it? Mm. I want to ask you why you said yes to the ask to become president. You followed on from Phil Crombie, and Phil Crombie followed on from me. So I know Phil and I were both instrumental in asking you if you would become president of our club. Not everyone says yes to that ask. Why did did you feel that it was something that you could do for us, and for yourself, of course, as well?
1: Well, I do. I am the oldest of six boys so I suppose I have a bit of an overdeveloped sense of responsibility but um, I'm not sure that I I actually said yes I think I said something like look if you get stuck Come back to me.
0: And if you can't find anybody else, which is is also a fatal thing, and I think, I, to say. I was,
1: I was so naive, and, and, and that, of course, was just taken as a yes. And um, yes. so before I knew it, there I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm actually really pleased that you did say yes. One of the reasons that Phil and I asked you was... Because of all the time that you had at Rotary at Terradale. So 15 years of Rotary at Terradale. You know what Rotary's all about. You have a good understanding of what Rotary is and what it stands for, even though you had only been with our club a short time. And really, we're still getting to know you, and you are still getting to know us. But that's why we well, could, we could... Take a punt on you, so to
1: speak. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was twenty years ago, so um, things have definitely changed in Roach. We no longer stand and sing the New Zealand song, and uh, several other formalities seem to have fallen. By the way, we
0: don't. We've become less formal, mm. and I think it suits our way of life. Although, if you go around New Zealand or indeed somewhere else in the world, maybe you will find a different kind of formality at some clubs, but our club. Mm. Very, very informal. Let's talk about your president-elect time, because it was somewhat unusual because of that overhanging umbrella of COVID. Most of what you did as president-elect by way of rotary training, which is usually substantial, was really all done online, wasn't it?
1: Yes, um, pretty much there was a um, day in Taupo that we did face-to-face, but the president's Meeting in Christchurch was held virtually, and really, um, it didn't really work for me, I have to say. I I don't think I knew enough about things to be able to uh, understand what was going on. Mm. But um, very lucky in our club, you know, that you, Lynn, and Phil have been so good. Um, And as I got closer to the, the changeover, I became, I think, a bit more relaxed about it as I understood how much backup and and help and willingness there was with not only yourselves, but the whole club, very, very lovely club to be part of.
0: It is, isn't it? That's why we all like being there, of course, because of that camaraderie. When I was in my president-elect year, all the presidents-elect from all around New Zealand and from several of the South Pacific Islands, we all got together at Waipuna Lodge for a whole weekend of getting to know each other. And that 's the really special bit that you missed out on that i 'm so sorry you never got to do that
1: yes i 'd love to have done that should yeah. just to, just outside the formal parts of yeah. the conference, just to sit and chat with people. Is where so many of the GMs come from.
0: That's right, and you, you, you get to know people that you otherwise would never have the opportunity to get to know, but you all have a huge commonality, and that is the fact that the next year you're going to be president. Maybe sometime if we go back to having these weekends at Waipuna Lodge, you could escort whoever it is as our incoming president. To that weekend because I think you would enjoy it even though you've done your presidential year anyway that's just an idea
1: but I see that um there's a meeting coming up for president-elect and Talpo on the 6th of November oh um I'm not quite sure what that covers but uh hopefully that can go ahead because um there's always a proviso to say if COVID is a problem that would be done virtually and um As I say, they're really not the same. Spoils
0: it again, doesn't it? One of the other things that happens in your president-elect year is all of a sudden you find yourself on the board, the administrative board of the club. And that happened to you as well. But I think that's a good idea because it gives you an opportunity before you take over the reins to actually see how it all comes together and how it all works. Did you find that?
1: Oh, certainly the... the directors' meetings I attended before becoming president, of which I think there was three, were were very helpful. Um, But there's still big holes. I missed so much of the year. Uh, Lots of the traditional club activities um, were either cancelled or I was away. Um, so, So a few holes... Unfortunately,
0: mm, Yeah, just a strange time, but every club has got the same holes. So I guess all of us are sitting around nodding that we've got the same sort of umbrella hanging over us and we just have to do things in a slightly different way. Come the 1st of July, you're president for a year and we change over in the middle of the year because that's the American way and Rotary, of course, has roots in America. So 1 July, you're president of the Rotary Club of Aheresa Sunrise. Let's now do a commercial for our club. Where do we meet and when, please, Graham?
1: Right, Wednesday mornings at seven o'clock. The meetings kick off. We normally get there a quarter of an hour early for some fellowship. Finishes sharp eight o'clock, so people can get off to work and uh, everybody has the rest of the day clear.
0: So East Pier, quarter to seven if you want to get to know each other first. And one of the things that does not happen at our club, of course, is we do not sit around having a few drinks before we start our meeting. We just drink Mm. gallons of coffee, which is the way of the world today at Brekkie, I think. All right, the international mantra for the year. The uh, Rotary Clubs all around the world sit under the same mantra for the year. So what is your mantra for the year from the International Rotary?
1: Uh, serve to change lives.
0: And did that sit comfortably with you?
1: I think that's what Rotary does. Yeah. I think it lifts it people and helps people. So Yep. yep. Yeah, no. So it
0: was sat well with you. Hmm. The international president for the year, because as you become president from 1 July to 30 June, so does the president of Rotary International. So who was our world president at this time, and where does he come from?
1: Sheikha Menter. Uh, he comes from India, and it sounds like a really, really interesting guy. Um, I, I did read about his background, much of which I've forgotten now, but I thought at the time, gee, what a, what a great man.
0: Yes, and they all are in their own way. And unfortunately, of course, their work is similarly affected by COVID. So at least they understand, don't they, that it's not just them. It's not Mm. just us. It's all of us together in the same boat. Oh,
1: probably more so. I mean, many countries probably still haven't had a Rotary meeting face to face. That's right. Yeah.
0: So at least we've been very lucky to come through 2020 and 2021 and still be able to meet face to face. Let's do a quick overview of our club, of your club that you are president of. We have five clubs in Napier. So what is different about our one?
1: Probably the biggest difference is in our structure. We don't have formal committees. We have directors and those directors, depending on what project they're dealing with, will... um, choose people from within the club with the necessary skills or the best skills to help with whatever that project might be. It seems to work very well, and um, um, everybody seems to get a turn.
0: Yeah, we just rely on people putting up their hand, don't we? Mm. When we say we need someone to organise a quiz night, bump up go the hands. We need someone to help with a fundraising function, boom, up go the hands all over again, and we just make it work it, like it that. It just
1: seems to, f- to work. It just seems to flow.
0: It does, thankfully. I think one of the other things that we do in our club, because we're a relatively new club, we only came into being in 1999, that was our charter year, we don't have huge reserves of dollars, which some of the clubs that have been going for 60 years, 100 years, they're sitting on trust funds and they distribute from their trust funds. We haven't got those, but what we have got is really good people who are very good at helping in the community. So what are some of the things that we do that you might like to tell people about, that we help with community activities. What are these things?
1: Yes, you're right. We don't have a, a, a one single fundraising project that brings in lots and lots of money. But what we are doing is a lot of hands-on stuff in the community. One of the things that's we're just starting on at the moment is a um, a project shared between the EIT, uh, Ahiri Business Association and ourselves in regard to um, upgrading the Ahiri beachfront. Currently the EIT have come up with a a really great design option. Uh, We have a meeting with council tomorrow to go through their presentation and to see if council uh, are happy and want to go ahead or make some changes. And then... We're going to proceed with that, and I guess we're going to be hands-on doing quite a bit of building. But we do lots of other things as well. Um, we, we do the um, Te Awa School playground buildings and uh, the ABC books. We, um, to, um, we, MS Steps is for multiple sclerosis. We,
0: we collect for the Red Cross the Salvation Army. Uh, those are perhaps our two biggies each year because it takes quite a lot of members of our club to actually organise people to do those collection points Uh, I I think the other thing that's a biggie for us is the trolley derby
1: Yes Um, annually we help at Art Deco Weekend with the trolley derby the kids build trolleys and race down one of the main streets in Napier and um, the Rotary Club helps with the marshalling and um, running of that Yeah, uh, event. it's a good
0: thing to do we collect money on that day and it all goes to the Napier Cadets, so that's another donation that that we can do, simply because we're out there helping in our local community. We also help our fellow Rotarians uh, the Pukitapu Auction and Fair is one?
1: Yes, we do the marshalling for the car parking for that event and we've been involved with Christmas in the Park in the past uh, so With various um, charities and organisations, or voluntary organisations, we supply manpower. Uh, Another one I can think of is the Ahiriri um, Street Day, where we close off the street and um, have open stalls. So we help with marshalling for that.
0: We do, and that's quite a nice one to do because it's home for us, Ahariri yeah. being our home, to actually work with all the retailers in Ahariri on that particular day is actually quite a nice thing to do. Rotary is very keen on working in the environment these days, and we've just finished three years of planting out at West Shore, but we do other things for the environment, and what comes to mind here, of course, is the beach clean-up. In February. Did you take part in that last time we did that? Uh,
1: I didn't because I was away, but you my were wife, away. My wife Robin did, so she good. stood in for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's quite a nice thing to do. I think beach cleanups have become something that organisations all over the world get involved in a beach cleanup. But uh, when I first went to my first one, I wasn't too sure about this, but actually we had a lot of fun.
1: Mm. And they always are when you have a group of people yeah. you know, working for good. Um, we currently have um, a combined Rotary Clubs of Napier um, sort of team being formed to work together on some larger projects. That's in the embryonic stage at the moment, but uh, I'm sure there's going to be some exciting things come out of that too.
0: We have a special fundraiser that we're doing for East Pier, our home. What are we doing for East Pier?
1: A major uh, fundraising. Um, project today is for a defibrillator for East Pier, the hotel where we meet. It's um, important as we get older that we know there's a defibrillator there and for the whole um, suburb I guess there are others available but only during uh, shop hours, retail hours. So being a hotel this is 24-7 so I think it's quite important.
0: It is. It's a good project for us to do, and made even more special by the fact that it is East Pier where this is going to be housed. We just need to tell everyone, won't we, in you know, that the jolly thing's going to be there. We've just all but run out of time. Very, very quick mention of Psychos. What is Psychos?
1: Well, being a keen cyclist, uh, um, I'm keen on this too. Psychos is our Rotary Club, and uh, we've just had designed and our first order. Uh, arrive and our second order's gone off for uh, cycling tops for Rotarians. We call our club psychos and it'd be good if all the Rotarian cyclists became psychos as well and we all had the same top so we're about to embark on a bit of a marketing programme for that.
0: Yeah, and they look really super duper and you can see pictures of these on our website if you've got time to actually look us up. Thank you, Graham Dickey, President of the Rotary Club of Ahuriri Sunrise. Thank you for being my guest on Rotary Wheels. To find out more about the Rotary clubs in the Greater Hawke's Bay region or about the work of Rotary internationally, there is much online. Should you consider contributing to your local community via Rotary, please check out Ahariri Sunrise Online as your first move. We will point you in the right direction to find a club that meets your needs. Please join me every Monday morning just after the 10 o'clock news to meet another Rotarian from your local community. I'm Lynn Trafford. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Canappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices on Air.